Welcome to the Journey to Cloud9 podcast, where we ask nine questions to amazing people around the world about how they live lives full of meaning and purpose. On today's episode, Jordan interviews Amanda McCrate. Amanda took the nonlinear path. As a med school dropout, the entrepreneurial world pulled her in and she never looked back. She now works with Jesse Eisler on projects such as Build Your Life Resume and 29029. To find out more, check out the links in the show notes. The first question is a little bit general and it's more of a first thoughts and feelings, right? So when I told you about the, the phrase cloud nine, living life on cloud nine, what were some of the first thoughts that came to your head? Mm, the, the first thought that, thoughts that came to my head were the word euphoria. Mm-hmm. When I think of cloud nine, I just think of larger than life, this yeah. feeling of bliss. Mm-hmm. And cloud nine, I think, are those moments when like time kind of stops. Yeah. And you're just kind of living in this ethereal cloud space. Yeah that you just kind of get lost in. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like that state of flow when you forget to eat, you forget to go to the bathroom, you <laughs> yeah. to sleep, right? Like I'm sure you've been in for the last couple of days. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. It is. It really is. Um, okay. So this next question is again, a little bit more general. So I'm going to ask you what your cloud nine moment is at the end, but rather than explaining exactly what that story is, can you just describe to me when you're in that cloud nine moment, what are some of your facial expressions? What are some of your feelings within your body? What are you, what are some of the words that you're saying, right? When you're in that cloud nine moment, mm-hmm. when you're in that, or when I'm in that cloud nine moment, mm-hmm. I think if an, this overwhelming feeling that I have is definitely happiness, but it's mm-hmm. almost, um, it's, it feels very surreal. Mm-hmm. So like something that I think to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is really my life. Like yeah. I get to feel like this. Uh-huh. And it's just like cool. this smile that you're almost like dumbstruck that like, wow, like, this is my life. Like, yeah. I live here. Like I, I like built, that. I got up to this point just because uh-huh. of, you know, when you have those moments, it's like, you almost feel really proud because it's like everything yeah. that you've done up to this point got you to exactly where you are for you to feel perfectly in flow and proud uh-huh. and happy and share that with the people around you. And so yeah. I think it's just being really grateful to kind of being like, wow, yeah. like everything that I've done has got me to this moment. Yep. Um, and I think it's, it, there are different kinds of cloud nine moments. There could be where you're in that flow state creatively where it's mm-hmm. almost like mm-hmm. you're just so in your zone and it's you. But when I think of true cloud nine, I think of sharing it with the people around me. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. I love that one. Great. So in speaking to a lot of people, also the first book I wrote was about morning routines, right? So Mm -hmm. I want people to get an understanding for how to start their day on cloud nine, right? So that the rest Mm -hmm. of it can hopefully be on it too. So explain to me a cloud nine morning. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What are some Mm -hmm. of the strategies that you go to when you wake up and and really have this cloud nine uh, euphoria? Yeah. So I'd say... Waking up early makes me feel so good. Uh huh. So just like knowing that. And first of all, I think your cloud nine morning starts like immediately. It's like mm-hmm. waking up and being like, wow, I'm excited for today. Like can't yeah. wait, which yeah. is a hard feeling to have all the time. Uh-huh. It's something that like when you have it, it's like, wow, like I woke up excited, ready yep. to attack today. And mm-hmm. I usually wake up early and I'll 
go like on the light run or go yeah. on a walk. There's yeah. like a duck pond near where I live. Mm-hmm. So I get to like walk there and I usually like sit and bring my journal and I'll yeah. reflect in the morning or make uh-huh. a plan for the day. Yeah. Um, and usually by doing that, it just helps me schedule my day. Um, but often I, I reflect and I kind of write like what I'm feeling, like if mm-hmm. something's feeling off, like how I can like, um, you know, solve that feeling or if yeah. it's a conversation I'm afraid to have with someone or it's, right. you know, I want to ask my boss something. I'll, I'll, I have to like write it out. Yeah. And that helps me balance my emotions and make me yeah. feel like more comfortable. And then I'll probably go home and make some fresh juice or a uh-huh. smoothie, which makes me feel really happy. Cause like cloud nine for me is like knowing that everything I'm putting into my body, like feeds my body and my mind. So it's like uh-huh. healthy for me. Yeah. Um, and then it'll just be like starting to check off the things on my list. Mm-hmm. But so morning would be waking up like ready and happy, um, being active. So like going on a walk or a light run and then reflecting yeah. and then healthy breakfast. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. How about the rest of the day? And I always, I always frame this in saying, you know, you had a great day and right before you go to sleep, you can reflect and say, wow, I had a cloud nine day. What are mm-hmm. some of the experiences that you had to have encountered? Okay. Cloud nine day would be crossing things off the to-do list. Uh-huh. So like some days, you know, you're in the middle of something and then you get an email and you hop over to that email and then like my coworker yeah. will be talking to me and then I'll help him with something. Yeah. And so sometimes those days are the best days because mm-hmm. you have all those little wins of crossing things right. off. Right. Um, and then some days, you know, when I have like a big project, like I've been working on a video for the past few days, mm-hmm. it's completing it, getting it approved and feeling super accomplished to be like, yeah. wow, this now represents our brand and we get yeah. to send it out to our audience. That's uh-huh. pretty cloud nine. Yeah. Um, um, what about outside of work? Outside of work. What makes mm-hmm. it a cloud nine day? Yeah. Spending time outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like to spend time outside and be in yeah. the sun or even like in the rain. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy collaging mm-hmm. or like I mentioned, like reflecting, like writing. Yeah. I like to end up looking back at all my journals and creating art pieces out of them. And, mm-hmm. and um, that's what I do in my spare time. It's yeah. I like, I like visuals. Like if yeah. you could see this board back there. I see. Yeah. 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 Or this, right. like I just like creating things. Nice. Okay. I love that. So this one's a little bit more fun. What does a cloud nine meal look like for you? And I've the, the answers have really run the gamut. So mm-hmm. it could either be the experience itself. It could be the specific thing that you're eating. It could be something that you cooked. It could be a memory that you had of a meal. So this one's just to get people talking. And it actually has turned into something really cool because a lot of the cloud nine moments end up being about having fun around the dinner table, right? So it's, it's turned into a way cooler question than I thought it would have been. Wow. Really awesome that you you kind of noticed that not many people yeah. ask about meals, uh-huh. but that's like where a lot of community is shared. Um, yeah, I'd say when you mentioned like a cloud nine meal, I think of um, you. Have you met John? Yeah, Freery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So um, whenever him and I are together, because we yeah. do long distance, so yeah. when we mm-hmm. get together, it's always like so special, and we go grocery yeah. shopping, we get to make food, uh-huh. and him and I are both like into like healthy eating. Yeah. So it'll be like a whole thing. We'll like go to Whole Foods, mm-hmm. which like, usually I'm going to shop at like a little less expensive, but if yeah. it's like a big thing, we're like, okay, we're going to get uh-huh. the best. So we'll go and create 
like beautiful, colorful meals. So we'll have uh-huh. like a salad with like red bell peppers or yellow ones and tomatoes and cucumbers and uh-huh. avocado. Uh-huh. And my favorite is squeezing fresh lemon and olive oil and salt. And that tastes so good. Yeah. And then we'll make salmon, nice. which is delicious. That's my favorite um, as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then like maybe a soup or something, but usually like really colorful meals make me feel like I'm nourishing my body. They're pretty to look at and they taste the best. Yeah. Amazing. So So this one is, is very grandiose and say that you are, you're, you're on your last day on this earth, right? And you get to reflect just like you did with the, the day, the end of the day. And you look back at everything that's happened and you say, wow, I lived a cloud nine life. What philosophies and principles must you have had to have followed to feel that way? Okay. Okay. Well, there are a few that I've been learning. Yeah. Um, one that's been super present for me lately is, and I didn't even think of it really until I, mm-hmm. I now had to put, had to put words to it. Yeah. But like Nike always says, just do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like I've realized I, I've approached some like conversations that have made me nervous lately. Like, yeah. um, I'm, I had to ask my boss if I could work remote. I wanted uh-huh. to, I didn't have to. Yeah. And I was nervous, but there was a way that we could all do it. And, uh-huh. and I know that it could, the easier thing would be like to give myself all the reasons why I shouldn't ask, why I maybe yeah. didn't deserve it. Yeah. And instead it was like, well, you know, there's no harm in asking. And every single time I've like built up the courage to ask, Right. you know, if any, let's say it was a yes, yeah. but let's say it was a no, then it just uh-huh. opens conversation for like, oh, what can I improve on? Was there something different right. I could do? And the, uh-huh. that's the only way you grow. Yeah. And like, even with like conversations with John or like conflicts with my family, like, uh-huh. like it really is just about talking, saying your feelings yeah. and establishing them so that there's no resentment. Right. You can bring back in the excitement yeah. and you can just figure out how to be like a more connected and happy human by going after the things you want and mm-hmm. like speaking about what you want. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've realized lately. Also, this kind of goes hand in hand. Whenever something makes me nervous, uh-huh. I kind of know that that's an indicator of I have to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like even next gen, for example, like uh-huh. I put on my list for my birthday, it was back in October uh-huh. to have like a big speaking gig. Uh-huh. Like I just wanted an opportunity to speak more. I feel like, right. you know, it gets me so excited to like talk yeah. about the things I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and you know, then now Jesse's going on stage and I'm sitting in the audience, like, how am I going to get up there? I'm like uh-huh. giving myself all the reasons like, okay, well I could only ask one. I'll, no, we're kind of running out of time. Like maybe I'll only ask him one question instead uh-huh. of my three questions. And then I'm like standing on stage. I ask two questions and I'm like, uh-huh. two is good enough. Like three, why would I have to do three? And like uh-huh. every single time I was like, you signed up to do three. Yeah. So you did three? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Good. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. It's just like pushing myself, I guess, when I get those nervous butterflies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So. This question, you can either tell me the story that you're going to tell for your cloud nine moment, or you can talk about something else. This is just a, a, an opportunity to share a specific moment that you truly felt a rush of euphoria. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you if you want to tell the same story. Okay, I'll tell a different one. Okay, nice. Something cool. that came to mind. Yeah. Um, so I think it was 
it had to be summer of 2015. So that was like a decent while ago at this Yeah, four years. Wow, yeah. Um, so I had just graduated high school uh-huh. and a really tight-knit group of girlfriends. There yeah. were like 20 of us. Uh-huh. We'd all been like close throughout the years, but senior mm-hmm. year, like we all just loved getting together. Yeah. We live in a town or where I grew up was in the town on the water. Uh-huh. So like we'd just swim all day or hang out at a friend's pool. It was yeah. really fun. We all bought yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, and my one friend had... At her house, there was like this little boat house, which was this little house um, with like a nice little kitchen, a little place to hang out. But anyway, uh-huh. we would all just blast music and dance, and they were every all the girls were so fun. And there was this moment, you know, we were all about to go to college, so it was the yep. first time we were all leaving our friends. Like, yep. you know, everything's new, and I had stepped outside just like sit in the cool air for a moment because it was hot in the house Mm -hmm. and it was dark out but the lights were on in this little house Mm -hmm. and there were three windows and I could see all of my friends dancing and jumping up and down and like I just remember like I'm I'm like getting chills talking about it because that was such a special moment of like that was a cloud nine moment where Mm -hmm. I I sat there I was like wow like this is my life but I get to just experience all of this with these people and like see all these happy faces and they're all dancing and yep. like, it was just being super present with each other. And I love that. Yeah. That's like a memory I'll never forget. That's so great. Three things. One, the second chapter of the book is about camaraderie. Yes. So that's that's so very real. important for the cloud nine moments. Um, two, Justin, Justin Lafazin, his cloud nine moment was another similar experience where he also just took a step back and watched what was going on and kind of said like I did this right so his cloud nine moment was where at next gen actually he takes a couple of minutes to just crouch in the corner and look at the room where everybody is networking the main room and he just looks in and he says wow I put this together like I did this for all these people right so that's, yeah. that's a very similar type of feeling. And then the third thing, which is so amazing that you keep saying, like, you take a step to the side and realize, like, this is my life. This is life. This is what's happening. It's because at the end of the book, I kind of give the overarching message, right, about what is happiness? What is euphoria? What is cloud nine? And to me, the best definition that I, I can I can provide, and mine is always changing because I'm hearing so many other people's yeah. moments and, and things like that. But so one of the characters in the book says uh, to the main character, like, do you know what the word ecstasy means? And the main character says, of course I do. It means happiness. And the guy says, well, yeah, that's what most people think it means. But ecstasy actually comes from the Greek word ecstasis. And the word ecstasis means to stand to the side of. So true ecstasy is when you stand to the side of something and truly see and experience and realize what is going on. So that's what I think about nine and and euphoria. So that's kind of like the the final message of the book. So it's about really taking a step to the side and, and fully reflecting upon what's going on in your life. That's pretty kind of crazy. It's really crazy. So yeah. has anybody else besides Justin and I said that? About taking a moment to just step back and, and realize yeah, what's going like, on? Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. It comes out a good amount. Um, one guy named Aaron 
who had all he was an NFL player. He had all these crazy accomplishments he could have spoken to, but he said sometimes when he's at the dinner table with his wife and kids, he takes a step back and just realizes from the kitchen his family sitting around the table, right? So mm-hmm. that's definitely a special one. There's been others like that too, where it's just in the moment, you it's almost this meta experience where you just take yourself out like almost like a third body and you just look mm-hmm. down at what's going on. Um, so yeah, that's it's really cool. Wow. So these last two questions are a little bit more about implementation and how people can actually sort of work their way to getting this feeling, right? So do you have, besides the morning, any other daily routines or practices that help you get this feeling? I think it's following your intuition. Mm. I think I've reached this point in my life where I am, where I can confidently say, I'm inspired by my workplace. I'm yeah. inspired by people around me. Yeah. I'm inspired by myself. Mm-hmm. I've realized that, um, wait, what was your question? It was how can they incorporate <laughs> Any daily routines or practices that sort of help you get there, right? So like following yeah. intuition is one. Yeah, so I think it's mostly like believing in yourself, knowing mm-hmm. what you want. And, yeah. and that it's important. The reason why I focus so much on reflection and writing and reflection and, um, like it's not even necessarily for me about setting an exact goal mm-hmm. It's more so focusing on who do I want to surround myself with? Who inspires me? Why do they inspire me? Cause then a lot of people and myself included, it's like, well, what do I want to do with my life? Right. But if you, if you look at who like makes you like, like, uh, like sit in who like uh-huh. makes you like want to listen yeah like, why and uh-huh. then like see if you could help them out in any way or maybe like, you know you want to do what they want to do um yeah. I found that that's led me to like, a lot of cloud nine moments because it just yeah. made me realize that these things that I thought were my hobbies or my interests actually can become my real life yeah Love yeah that. amazing yeah. and you're living and breathing breathing that example right now so amazing <laughs> <laughs> um so the last question any last advice for somebody who you go up to them and they say, I've never felt like I was on cloud nine before. What would you say to that person? Mm. Two things. Mm-hmm. The first thing would be, it all starts with yourself. Uh-huh. So if you are seeking happiness from other people mm-hmm. and that's the only time that you kind of reach any sort of like happiness, mm-hmm. then it really starts internally. You need to know yeah. what makes you happy to put yourself in situa- situations where you can get that happiness. Yeah. Um, and it's all, it goes back to confidence. It's like knowing your worth yeah. and that you're worth these moments and that you can create these moments because luck doesn't just come to you. You have to create your own luck. Yeah. So I think it really is, is knowing your self-worth. And like I said, I keep talking about journaling. I have like a million journals, but like yeah. back in like, I was 16 and uh-huh. I was feeling kind of low and not really sure. And I sat down and opened this journal and yeah. wrote down like everything I like. Wow. Like I like this because right. whatever. And I don't like this because it makes me feel like this. And like, yeah. granted every person isn't like into writing or journaling like right. that, but like that just really helped me right. know what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. I went after. And then so I said I had two things. Yeah. It would be then community. So surrounding yourself with people that make you happy and you have those moments of camaraderie and um, silliness. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. Now we have the last question. If you're ready, I'm just going to three, two, one it, and then just ask you what your cloud nine moment is. Okay. You know what it is? 
Yep. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Amanda, those were some phenomenal answers, and I just have one final question. Can you tell me about a time that you truly felt like you were on cloud nine? Yes, I can, and it happened recently. Nice. It was last weekend at the Next Gen Summit, uh-huh. and I'm going to give you some backstory as to why this moment was a cloud nine moment. Mm-hmm. So in May of last year, I made the decision to take leave of absence from school because I was going to school to be a physician assistant, and I just felt more aligned with the creative side of me and entrepreneurship. And I was prompted by this guy named Jesse Itzler, who's this incredible entrepreneur who has a course called Build Your Life Resume. And I took this course. It was um, lessons on how to have a won't stop mentality. Normal is broken, ways to get out of the box. And I just really resonated with it, which drove me to, you know, be like, you know what? Let me follow my intuition. Mm-hmm. So I'm being called to, to uh, explore my creative side. We'll see what happens. I'll take off for a year. Mm-hmm. So a couple months later, Jesse ended up offering me a job to work with him, which was a dream because I was just moving home to now work on an app that I was working on. And I sent him my life resume and so I moved to Atlanta and just started working and figuring out what I'm good at and helping him with his business all while my family was super supportive. And I just started dating John, my boyfriend. Anyway, these couple of months go by and now Next Gen Summit is happening. Next Gen Summit, should I give background on what that is? Or? Sure, yeah. Um, it's, it. it's a place, it's a once a year event, it's two, two and a half, three days, where entrepreneurs from all over, young entrepreneurs come together for a summit, for a conference. And I had been to two summits prior, and it's really where I met my greatest friends. And it's where I just feel so energized by the people around me. And each, each person I've met has played a part in my story. Mm-hmm. And so this year, I had gotten Jesse to come and speak at the event. Mm-hmm. So my, my next, my cloud nine moment was heading on stage to speak with him because it, it's crazy to think just a year and a half prior, you know, I was like, hmm, I, lo- I love this guy's course. He inspires me so much. You know, let me believe in myself to take that leap and totally change my career path, totally change the vision I had of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was so surreal to be on stage with him and have my brother and my sister and my mom and my dad, they were in the audience because they, they're from Long Island. So they came uh-huh. to New York City to support, yeah. to have all my friends that I only get to see like once a year who like everyone from Next Gen flies in from all over. You have people yeah. from like, I know Ben came from Bali, people from uh-huh. LA, Boston, like yeah, all these people who just like feed off the energy of each yeah. other. And I just yeah. felt so much support and love Mm-hmm. And, and after I got off the stage, I, I felt really proud of myself as well. And so that was my cloud nine moment of all these things coming full circle. And I could have never predicted that I'd be doing that. It was yeah. so huge. Yeah. And it just felt like every, like there were no loose ends. It was a perfect circle of everything coming together. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a beautiful moment to share with every person I love. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mentioned to you before that it wouldn't be re- that you you were scared it wouldn't be a relatable story, right? But actually, that is so in line with the E in PERMA engagement is sort of this constant devotion to one particular thing, and it, it's the consistency, the consistency, the consistency, and then ultimately because you showed up every single day and were so dedicated to this one particular thing, 
then boom, you were able to get your cloud nine moment after that. And then also professional aspirations is a chapter in the book where mm-hmm. the main character does a little bit of a deviation from his norm as well. So, uh, it, it totally resonates. And I think a lot of people will have similar stories and they'll be able to realize that, Hey, maybe I need to do what she did in order to get to my cloud nine moment too. So definitely, definitely hit home. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the journey to cloud nine podcast. For more info on everything cloud nine, check out the journey to cloud nine website and Jordan's new book, journey to cloud nine now available on Amazon links are in the show notes.